Hello and welcome to The Life of Riley from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Oh, it's the life of Riley when it's Pat's Blue Ribbon you drink. The finest beer served anywhere, so let the glasses clink. Oh, east or west or north or south, there's nothing like it at all. Sure, you're living the life of Riley when for Pat's Blue Ribbon you call. When for Pat's Blue Ribbon you call. Pat's Blue Ribbon, finest beer served anywhere. Proudly presents The Life of Riley, starring William Bendix as Riley. In a small bedroom in a house on a quiet residential street, an ashen-faced man lies huddled on a bed, fully clothed, listening to the clock tick away the few moments he has left to live. Icy fingers of terror are clutching at his heart. Cold beads of sweat glisten on his forehead as he waits for the sound of a shot that will signal his doom. And who is this poor, quivering, cowardly wretch? Our hero, Chester A. Riley. Rising from the bed, he moves stealthily to the window, carefully lifts the edge of the shade, and peers out. And then... Our hero clutches his chest, spins around and falls to the floor on his face. He groans once. And then... Silence. Get up, Riley. That wasn't a shot. It was only the backfire of a car. You're still alive. I'm alive? What a revolting development this is. <laughs> You've only yourself to blame. You got yourself into this spot. Remember, Riley, remember how it all started just a week ago? Remember what you said when you came home that day and your wife, Peg, told you the news? No. No, I don't believe it, Peg. It ain't true. Our junior wouldn't do a thing like that. Junior, tell me it ain't true. It's true, all right. Egbert told Honeybee Gillis, and she told me. Oh, how much? He bet twice. Twenty-five cents the first time and thirty-five the second. Betting on horses. Only thirteen years old, and you're betting on horses. When I was your age, I didn't know one end of a horse from the other. <laughs> and you, my own son. No, it can't be true. Not you. I brought you up to be honest and straight. Tell me it ain't true. Say something, Junior. Anything. Lie to me. Yeah, it's true, Pop. He admits it. A gambler. A horse better. Your son, Peg. Well, he's your son, too. Oh, not anymore. I'm disowning him. You heard that, Junior? You're no son of mine. Leave this house. Go on. Get out. This minute. Never come back. Okay, Pop. That's the way you feel. Not so fast. What kind of a man do you take me for? Do you think I let a 13-year-old kid go out on his own without a cent and have to mooch food, sleep in alleys at night? You ain't leaving this house unless I go with you. Junior, how did you get started on an awful habit like this? Yeah, that's what I'd like to know. We live in a decent neighborhood. We got respectable friends. We send you to school. Where did you find this bookmaker? At school. <laughs> what? This fellow, his name's Two-Bid Mulligan. He came around the schoolyard and he asked all the kids if they wanted to make a little spending money. I didn't see the harm, so I gave him a quarter. Oh, all right. A kid's entitled to make one mistake, but you kept on betting. I didn't want to, Pop. But the next time he got tough, he said we better bet or else. I was scared. He works for Big Louie. Big Louie? But who's Big Louie? 
Don't you read the papers? He's the biggest gangster in town. King of the underworld. He's got his finger in every racket. I don't know how many murders he's committed. Oh, well, why don't they put a man like that in jail? They can't. He pays his income tax. <laughs> Hank, this is more serious than we thought. This is organized crime. Big Louie's moving in on the school. But he won't get away with it. I'll fix his clock. Riley, where are you going? I'm taking action. I'm going to lay it right on the line. This bookmaking with kids has got to stop, I'll say, or else. No, Riley. Now, you can't talk that way to this Big Louie. Who's going to see Big Louie? I'm getting tough with Junior's principal, old man Pendleton. You must be mistaken, Mr. Riley. I, I find it hard to believe that such a dreadful situation exists. Sometimes boys have a tendency to exaggerate. Look, Mr. Pendleton, my junior's no dope, is he? Well, of course not. He's one of the brightest boys in my school. And I ain't no dope either, am I? <laughs> Look, junior's no dope, is he? Well, perhaps a few of the boys have been wagering, and I'll put a stop to it. But it's not just a few. It's practically the whole school. It's organized. This big Louie's moved in. Well, we'll investigate, and I'll send in a report. That'll take too long. I want you to take action now. But I can hardly do that until I have proof. Oh, you want proof. Okay, I'll give you proof. There's a lot of kids out in the yard. Come with me. Just what do you have in mind? Well, I'll pretend that I'm a bookie, and you'll see how many bets I collect. You can't do that. Now, you stay out of sight in the doorway here. I'll be right back. Hey, kids. Hey, hey, you over there. What do you want, mister? Hi. Hi. What do you like at Lincoln Fields tomorrow, Sonny? Hey, you're new. Where's Tubit Mulligan? Well, he's been promoted to a high school. I'm, uh, I'm taking all the bets here. No. Okay. Here's two bits on the nose on honeymoon. I'm Billy. I got you, Billy. And I'm betting 20 cents on Madame Fury to show. It's for my kid brother, Archie. Uh, gotcha. Who else? Here's 10 cents on Sister Sue across the board. Gotcha. Come on, kids. Get your bets down. $3.50, in bets, Mr. Pendleton. It's shocking. And I only worked 20 minutes. I could have collected plenty more. It's the most shocking thing I've ever encountered. We'll take immediate action. That's what I want to hear. Mr. Riley, I cannot thank you sufficiently for what you've done. Uh, I was only doing my duty as a citizen. I believe that gambling and crime don't pay, and honesty is the best policy. Good day, sir. Oh, Mr. Riley. Yes? You forgot to give me the money you collected from the children. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> there he is, across the street. That's him, all right. You sure that's a chiseler? Positive, Big Louie. I was late getting to school, see? When I gets there, the kids tell me all the bets was took. And they points out this mug. So I calls you right away, Big Louie. Okay. Let's get him. Hey, Mac. Uh, you call me? Yeah. Hop in. Oh, well, thanks. This is sweet of you. I, I just missed my bus. Oh, I sure appreciate this. It ain't everybody who'll give a stranger a ride. 
We do it practically every day. <laughs> you live around here, Mac? Well, yeah, Blueview Terrace. I, I was just over to the school down the street. Say, do you know what's been going on down there? They're betting on horses. Is that a fact? Yeah, uh, Big Louie had the whole thing organized. You don't say. Yeah, but he's through. The minute I stepped in and took over, Big Louie was finished. They say this Big Louie's a tough character. Tough? Uh, tough, my eye. These gangsters are all yellow. Show me Big Louie and I'll show you a coward. I'm Big Louie. <laughs> I'm the coward. Well, thanks for the lift. I think I'll walk. I'll Sit down. Yeah, yeah, yes, sir. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you took over, huh? No, no. No, no you don't understand. I, I wasn't taking over. Then what was you doing in the schoolyard? Well, I was really trying to stop this. I was trying to fix this big... I had an idea I could... Yeah, I was taking over. That's what I figured. You a Detroit boy? No, sir. You a chai boy? No, I'm just an Inglewood kid. <laughs> Then how come you don't know that in Inglewood, everybody works for Big Louie? Yeah, but... Everybody. I'm a monopoly. Hand it over. Hand what? The bets, the bets. The bets? Yeah, how much? Three fifty. Hand it over. I ain't got it. What? Don't... Hey, frisk him. No, no, let go of my... Take your hand out of my... Give me down! What a one. Sixty bucks. Hey, that's pretty good. You did a lot better than two bits here. Riley? I like the way you do business. I'm making you my partner. Yeah, but you don't understand that, that there's my pay for Not the... all of it. I told you we're partners. 50-50. Here's 10 for you, 50 for me. <laughs> now, look, I'm letting you handle this here district exclusive. See that you turn in the bets regular. But no I... buts. I'm expecting around this amount every day. No, I, I won't do it. I won't work for you. Look, I don't like labor trouble. I don't like to argue. I like to reason with my partners. Maybe this will convince you. See what I got in my hand? You know what it is? A water pistol. <laughs> I like you, Riley. You got a sense of humor. Okay, stop the car. Let him out. Okay, Riley. Don't forget to turn in the bets regular. And remember, when you work for Big Louie... Honesty is the best policy. This is a fine mess I got myself into. Taking bets from innocent little kids. How low can a guy get? Well, I better get started. No. No, I won't do it. I ain't going to do it. That big Louie don't scare me, even if he is a killer. I ain't going to mislead little kids, teaching them to gamble, stealing their hard-earned nickels and pennies that they saved up to buy ice cream. I won't do it. You won't do what, Riley? Huh? Oh, well, too much ice cream is no good for kids. <laughs> what are you doing here, Two-Bits? Paying off yesterday's bits? How are you doing? Well, I, I, I ain't started yet. It's so long. Uh, big Louie asked me to stick around. See how you work. Yeah, yeah. Well, better get started. It's almost post time. Yeah, sure. Right away. Hey, kids. Hi, Hi. Mister. Any best today? Yeah, Mister. 
Mr. Sue came in yesterday and paid six to one, so I'm blowing my whole 60 cents on a parlay. Okay, sister, 60 cents. Anybody else? Hey, Joe, you want to play ball? Hi, Pop. Hi, Junior. You placed any bets? Junior. Pop, you're taking bets. Oh, no, no, I'm just... Sure, he's a new bookie since yesterday. Shut up. (laughs) Junior, listen. Pop, how could you? After what you said. Yeah, but Junior, it's a mistake. Come on, Riley. You working for Big Louie or you running a kindergarten? You're working for Big Louie. And you said he's a big crook. Yeah, I, I know, but, but but I couldn't help Don't it. Don't talk to me. Junior, wait. Come back. I can explain. Junior, you're hanging an innocent crook. <laughs> Peg, it's you. Well, why'd you come in the back way? Well, why not? No reason why not, but you don't have to sneak in your own house. What's the matter with you anyway? But you look worried. Is there anything wrong, dear? No. Oh, no, 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 nothing. Is Junior home? Of course. Well, did he say anything? About what? Oh, about anything special that might have happened today. What do you mean? Oh, no, nothing. Oh, yes, there is something. What might have happened? Well, I, I, I don't know. He, he might have got married or... Oh. <laughs> now, stop talking nonsense. Well, come on, let's have supper. It's on the table. Uh, Mom, is supper ready? Oh. Yes, right away, dear. Thanks, Junior. I'm very grateful. What are you thanking him for? Uh, uh, uh for not getting married. <laughs> What's the matter with you, anyway? You're acting very strange. Who, me? Yes, you. You act like one of those characters you see in those crime pictures. Now, now, wait a minute. You've got no right calling me a criminal. Well, I didn't say that. In front of Junior yet. I don't mind. Junior! (laughs) Sit down and let's eat. Oh, Riley, speaking of criminals, did they catch that bookmaker who's been taking bets at school? Uh, I don't know. Oh, I hope they catch him soon. So do I. Well, maybe they won't catch him. Maybe he'll get away with it. I hope not. Don't worry, he won't. Sooner or later, some kid will squeal on him. You think so, Junior? He'd be better off if he gave himself up and confessed. Look, please, let's talk about something else. Well, do you know if the police... Please, I said, let's change the subject. Honest, I don't understand you, Riley. Yesterday you were blowing your top about this, and now you don't care. It ain't that important. Not important? No, you... Here's a cheap little crook teaching kids how to gamble. Well, I just hope they catch him soon and give him what he deserves. Ten years. Ten? Twenty. Oh, wait. After all, maybe you're being a little too hard on the poor fella. Well, now you're sticking up for him. No, but, but you've got to think of his family. He's probably got a wife and kids... How would you feel if you were married to a guy like that? Don't worry. I'd never have married a creature like that. Well, suppose you hadn't, then you found out about him. I'd leave him so fast... Oh, you wouldn't do that. What about the kids? Don't worry about the kids. They'd leave with her. (laughs) You don't have no heart. Why, Riley, how can you have any sympathy for a man like that? Oh, Peg, be tolerant. There's some good in everybody. There's... This here bookie is probably a husband and a father with kids, and when he comes home... He probably robs the kids' piggy bank. You're telling me. Junior! I 
can't understand a creature like that. Doesn't he have a conscience? How does he feel when he sits in his living room at home with his pockets just bulging with the nickels and dimes and pennies he took from school kids? Oh, Riley, get some more bread. Okay. What? What's that? Uh, it's nothing. I, I heard something jingling. Uh, so I did get my teeth. It's a loose filling. <laughs> Remind me to have them filled. Okay, how much? Come on, I ain't got all day. Twenty-five cents an orphan Annie to win. Okay, hand it over. Why, Riley? How much pay? Well, what are you doing here at the school? Well, I... Well, why aren't you at work? Well, I, 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 I took the afternoon off. <laughs> what for? I'll tell you later. Let, let's get out of here, Peg. Come on. Hey, hey, wait. You forgot to take my money. Huh? Oh, yeah. Here. For orphan Annie. Yeah, sure. So, why did that boy give you that money? Well, I... Who's this I, orphan Annie? Well, I, 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 I'd rather not say, Peg. Now, look, Riley. There's something funny going on here. If you don't tell me, I'll ask that boy. No. No, no, no. I'll tell you. You, you see, there's, there's this, this, this little girl, Annie. And she's an orphan. No father and no mother. And, well, well, I... Well, what about her? Well, she, she's sick. She's very triple pneumonia. And she's got no dough. And she's been evicted from her oxygen tent. <laughs> I, I'm getting up a little collection from her schoolmates. Oh, Chester, that's the sweetest thing I've ever heard. Helping this little orphan and not saying a word to anybody. That's real generosity. Huh? That's the way I am. I ain't rich, but if I had the opportunity, I'd be the biggest philanderer in town. <laughs> Hi, I've been looking all over for you. Fifty cents more for Orphan Annie. Hi, mister. Here's thirty cents for Orphan Annie. Everybody's given. That's wonderful. I'd like to get in on this. Um, here's here's two dollars. Oh, boy, two bucks. How you betting, lady? When place a show? <laughs> what? What do you mean, betting? Well, he's a bookie. He takes all the bets. No. Yes. <laughs> Chester Riley. Is this true? No, take it easy, Peg. I can explain everything. You see, it was this way. The principal, I took bets, and then the car to, to Pitt Mulligan. Hop in. How do you do? Big Louie. Oh, shy boy. Detroit boy. Inglewood kid. Monopoly. Partner. Your district. Ten for you. Fifty for me. Water pistol or else... <laughs> now you know everything. I was afraid this would happen someday. Now listen, you're going right to the police and tell them everything you know about this. No, no, Big Louie will put a bullet through my brain. Don't worry, you'll never hit a target that small. <laughs>
Who's there? It's me, Peg. Open this door. How do I know it's you? How do I know you ain't Big Louie disguising your voice? Oh, don't you know your own wife, boy? Well, say something to prove that you're my wife. Chester Riley, you're the most idiotic. That's good enough for me. Wait a minute. I'll open the door. Oh, Riley, you've got to stop this, barricading yourself in your own house. But Big Louie is sure to come after me. They always get a squealer. Now, nothing's going to happen. Now, come on and eat. No, I can't take no chances. This is the safest spot. All right, then, starve. Uh, just like a woman. She won't believe me. But when they pump me full of lead, I'll have the last laugh. <laughs> a car. What was that? I better peek out the window. Maybe it's him. Oh. oh, they got me. Oh. Who there, Riley? <laughs> Who's that? It is I, Digby O'Dell, the friendly undertaker. <laughs> Boy, that's what I call service. <laughs> Riley, you're not shot. But I heard a shot. Just a backfire from a car. Oh, I, I thought... Well, how did you get in? The door was open. Yeah, I, I forgot to lock it. Well, I, I can't talk to you now, Digger. I'm in an awful jam on account of the kids in school. Ah, yes. Children can be very aggravating. Why, only well, yesterday... tell me some other time, A Digger. gang of hoodlums built for sign from a mattress store and hung in on the door of my business establishment. Oh, I was mortified. What do you think the sign said? I don't know, and I don't care. It said, give us a trial, and you'll sleep sounder than you've ever slept before. <laughs> What was that? No. Why are you so jumpy, man? Oh, I'm in big trouble. There's a gangster out to get me. Oh, nonsense. It's true. Big Louie, he's probably on his way here this minute. Oh, no, he isn't. As a matter of fact, he's in jail. He was arrested today for his nefarious activity. Honest? No, just the opposite. That's why he was arrested. <laughs> oh, gee, well, well that's great. That, that's terrific. If Big Louie's out of business, then I got nothing to worry about. Did you tell Peg? No. Well, look, don't say anything. I got an idea. Oh, gee, you don't know what you've done for me. You put new life into me, Digger. Well, I'll never get rich that way, will I? <laughs> Cheerio. I'd better be shoveling off. Peg! Peg! Peg, come here. So you've decided to come out. Yes, I not only come out, but I come out fighting. I thought it over and you were right. I'm going to act like a man. Even if Big Louie is after me with his gunman, he don't scare me. And I'll tell him so to his face right now. Now, Riley, don't be foolish. Hang up. Don't look for trouble. No, Peg, i got to prove to you that I ain't yellow. I'm going Hello? Let me talk to Big Louie. Well, put him on. Now, you listen how I tell him off. Hey, it's 7 o'clock. i got to hear a program. Well, don't play that radio now, Junior. I'm... Hello, Big Louie. Riley talking. Listen, you rat, and listen good. How's that for a start? Oh, and... Riley, don't. Yeah, you heard me, Louie. That's just what I said. Rat. R-A-T-T. <laughs> so scared he's speechless. So much for the Los Angeles smog. Now listen, Louie. You may be a pretty tough guy. Now for good news. Louis Maroney, alias Big Louis, notorious bookie and racketeer, was arrested today by a flying squad from the district attorney's office and is now being held in city jail. Riley! Big Louis was subdued by nine detectives armed with tear gas. Uh, Peg, will you please turn that thing off? 
Now listen, Louie. You heard what I said. Riley. I'm willing to meet you any time, any place. A fight to the finish. The law of the jungle. Beast against beast. Riley. Oh, back and down. Huh? Well, listen, Louie. If you won't come here, I'll go to where you are. You'll need... You'll need a cake with a file in it. I'm bringing a cake with a file in it. <laughs> Riley. Be quiet. I'm telling this guy off. Riley. Oh, they just announced over the radio that Big Louie's in jail. Oh. Hang up the phone. Goodbye, Louie. <laughs> I I was just trying to I thought I could I guess I ain't much of a man. Well <laughs> heaven knows you're no hero, but you're all the man I want. Oh. Uh. <laughs> Oh, that's just like you, sweetheart. You always were satisfied with very little. In just a moment, Riley will return. Have you noticed how many men help their wives to do the marketing on Saturday? I think I know two reasons. Friend wife wants the old man to pay the cashier, and friend husband, well, he usually picks up a couple of Pabst Blue Ribbon Handy Six cartons just to make sure there'll be enough of that delicious beer on hand to last till Monday morning. If you haven't yet discovered the Handy Six, pick one up tomorrow by that easy-to-carry handle. It contains six regular-sized cans of Pabst Blue Ribbon, the finest beer served anywhere. Junior. Yeah, Pop? You didn't really mean what you said at the table yesterday, did you? Well, what did I say, Pop? You know, about me being the kind of a guy who'd rob your piggy bank. No, I didn't really mean it. I was just sore. I know you wouldn't do a thing like that. Of course I wouldn't, Junior. And just to prove it, here, put this money back in your piggy bank. From now on, I'm going straight. <laughs> Blue Ribbon invites you to join us again next week to hear The Life of Riley, starring William Bendix as Riley. The Life of Riley is produced by Irving Brecker by arrangement with Universal International Pictures, now releasing Baghdad, a Technicolor picture starring Maureen O'Hara. Tonight's script is by Alan Lipscott and Reuben Ship. Direction by Mitch Lindemann. Mrs. Riley is Paula Winslow. Digger Odell is John Brown. Junior is Alan Reed Jr. And Big Louie is Alan Reed Sr. Consult your local paper for the correct time of The Life of Riley show on television over NBC each week. The Life of Riley is brought to you by the Pabst Brewing Company of Milwaukee, Wisconsin, Newark, New Jersey, and Peoria, Illinois.